gather round friends, new and old, and welcome to the Pow Wow Podcast. I am your host, Philip. And I'm your other host, David. Why don't you say that one more time, David, just because I, I don't th- I think it cut out before you got there. I- I'm your other host, David. There we go. Thank you. I, it's nothing due to you. I just, I don't know if that's my own sound or whatever. Either way, hello and welcome back. Me. You you heard ah. you. Yes, you did. I wanted to make sure the audience did as well, though. And, um, and a final Merry Christmas to you, David. I, I think I think you're allowed one more, like after the day, to just kind of yeah. Why seal not? The I deal. mean, we're two days. Yeah. Technically, it's still Christmas for another nine days. Yeah, yeah. It's it's really it is that weird end of the year thing where everybody knows that you can keep up your life. No, I'm and- I'm literally talking. It's literally Christmas for another nine days. Christmas is twelve days. The twenty fifth is the first day of Christmas. Oh, so whenever they're saying like on the first day of Christmas, my true love gave to me, is that That's mean- correct. That's the twenty fifth. Oh. I didn't And the twelfth day is when the, the three wise men or the three kings show up, which is January sixth or something. Look at you. Look at you with yeah. all this historical. So, so we're still in Christmas until January sixth. Yes, absolutely. All right. Well, there we go. We are still in Christmas, so Merry freaking Christmas to you and to all. A good night. And to you and to all of yours. Yes, absolutely. Uh, David, you might notice that we are both sporting new, I guess, attire would be the appropriate word. For me, if you listened to last week's episode, you would you would know, um, which actually I have a question about, but um, you would know that I got a couple of uh, souvenirs slash gifts from one yes. David Hoffman uh, for my birthday back when we were together, uh, I guess, whew, now a couple, now, now I guess... Uh, or a, t- a like couple two months, months ago. ago now, yeah, yeah. Uh, almost uh, two months ago. Yeah, um, and it's from Ireland. I will be switching out in between segments because it um, it doesn't do my mm. face justice in this current lighting that I have. But it, uh, it from, doth not. Yes, but David, go ahead and stand up and show those who get a preview, if if any do. Uh, your current it's a it's a new Christmas jersey, a Super Bowl L.A. Rams champion. Yeah, the championship jer- sweater uh, hoodie. Like hoodie. Yes. Yeah, I I treated myself. I saw it was it was marked down like it was on sale for a, a huge chunk off because it's been almost a year since that Super Bowl. But it was cheap, so I got it. Why not? Absolutely, it was, it was it a Christmas present to myself. Like yes, it looks dashing, not dasher. We know that reindeer, but dashing. Thank you. Uh, but by the way, I had a question, and I don't know if you happen to know this, but I, as I uh, tend to do, I listened to last week's episode, and mm. I remembered that you said that you had another gift for me in I your did. lost suitcase, and then you, yeah, n- then we discovered last week as well that you got your suitcase back. So I'm well, curious. A few weeks, a few weeks ago now, yeah. Well, uh, yes, yes, a few weeks ago, but it reminded me. What you got me from that was missing was a candle. Did your candle? Did that candle, candle? Yeah. Did the butt candle? Did it melt? Let's not. Let's not beat Bury around the, the bush. It was a butt candle. It was a butt it's candle. A candle shaped like a butt. Yes. And uh, if um, memory serves, yeah. it did not smell like lavender. It smelled like something else. No, it, I I don't know why I remembered it as being purple. I thought I bought the purple one. In fact, I bought the green one. Okay. And I've green got butt. it. Yeah. I mean, it's in my bedroom. Okay. And uh, I look at it longingly as I fall asleep, but no, I, that's not true. It is wrapped up in my bedroom. I don't know what I'm going to do with it. It was a gift to you. What am I going to do? Light it? Yeah, next time you, next time we see the each other. The whole room would smell like ass. Uh, fresh ass. The, the yes. freshest of asses. Just not lavender. No, no, definitely not lavender. Well, next time we meet, which I know will happen. We always, we never know when, but we know it will. Next well, time we meet. soon. I don't hopefully, know. Hopefully, yes, yes. Um, and whenever next we meet, well, you'll have to give it to me. And then that way I can uh, light a candle, as they would say, and rent. So there we go. Uh, speaking of lighting candles, let's light this fireworks. Let's light this puppy up and get to the main topic. So we're a couple days away from New Year now, and <clears throat> we're we've basically come to the end of the powwow year, a second year of powwow as a podcast. And I, I do think things are going to be changing in the new year. But one thing that we liked from last year, we're going to bring forward again to this year as well, is 
is our awards ceremony. Now, we did our Christmas awards last week. This is our powwow awards. Da, 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 this da, da, is a year, a year in review, as, yeah. as it were. So we're basically going to be giving out certain awards to ourselves or to <laughs> things to, the, to do with powwow. To the powwow. podcast in itself. Yeah, to, really. the, to the podcast, basically. And um, some of them, most of them are just fun and games. So we are going to start out. Uh, we got the same categories as last year. We're going to start out with our best new game format. Uh, so every week we try to come up with a game, and Phil especially likes to come up with new, weird, creative. I'll give him cr- credit for creative <laughs> games. <you>. And <clears throat> excuse me, I am sick right now, so my voice is is a <clears throat> little. <clears throat> you are powering yes. through that. Oh, we. I am trying. So we come up with a new game every single week, and sometimes we recycle old formats, which is fun, and we love to bring back old stuff that that worked really nicely. But we try to come up with new stuff every now and then as well. And so we've got we've chosen our four nominees for best new game format. The first two I'll get I'll give them out are the football points game, where we it was basically multiple choice questions. And the contestants could at any point, so they would get three points for getting a question right, unless they chose, so that was the three points was the uh, the field goal, field goal option. Yes. And once in the game, they could go for a touchdown, which would give them seven points. And and it was a fun, it was, we, I think that was the Super Bowl week or something. something I don't remember do exactly, football. but it was something to do with football. I know that's that, that was the reason that I came up with that game. I do think it was mine. Um, Second nominee was our one, the other, both or neither game that we played with Shannon. And it was two statements or two things. And the contestants had to decide whether one was true, the other was true, both or neither were true. And that was a fun, interesting new game that we came up with. Phil, take it away. We had Strikeout Trivia, which was rather recent that we played with Isaac. Now, Strikeout Trivia, we gave out trivia, and then you had three strikes, and you were out, unless the other person also was out with his uh, with his correlating question. And uh, we thought it was good. We just brought up random trivia. I, I like my- this game. Yes, I, I like I, this I, game because instead of giving points for correct questions, you were given points for incorrect questions and fun dynamic. Yes, yes. We will definitely be bringing this back in the new year. Um, and our last nominee is what is the key ingredient? We played this, of course, with Aaron. And I believe that you came up with this. Maybe I helped you with this. I really don't remember. I'm just uh, but it is what is the key ingredient? We would be given a list of ingredients that make up something. And it was our determination to find out either what the ingredients made or find out what the last ingredient that was missing was was and it would usually be pretty oh pretty obvious if we were going breakfast it was uh, eggs toast sausage what's missing bacon or pancakes or something i don't know but either way i thought it was very inventive and i uh, give you credit for it it was wonderful however we did come to a consensus on what the number one best new game format was this year david take it away yeah drum roll please but <laughs> And it was football point scoring. Yeah. So it was with, we played it with Gary and we thought it was the, the game that, that was the most creatively, creatively used whatever topic we were talking about that week, which happened to be, I think, the Super Bowl. And so football point scoring with Gary as a guest, a great guest and a great game is the winner of our best new game format for 2022. Congratulations. Congratulations. All right. Our next award uh, category. This is a big one. This is a big one. Yes. Uh, On one of the few things that is made sure to appear in every single episode this year, the best that slaps. It was hard to narrow it down to only four nominees. However, we tried our best. The first one would be one of your nominees here, David, the worst person in the world. It is a movie, and you thought it, it was a movie. It, it is was a movie. Nominated for a couple awards. It was. I was not. And I it was, was not. One of the, I have not seen you did, this. You yet. didn't see it. You have I, not seen it, and you still not. should. I still want to. It's one of my favorite movies of the year, of last year, I guess, um, because it was nominated for an Oscar. We talked about it this year, 2022. It is a fantastic film. And it's one of those niche films that most people didn't see, you know, and that's what makes it a, a, a very, a very worthy that slaps because truly, I don't think most of our listeners, if any of them have seen this movie, 
And I think most of our listeners, if not all of them, should see this movie. And I think that is the true essence of what That Slaps is all about. Absolutely. The next one will be The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, another of your nominations that we have both seen and we both quite enjoyed, which would pair well with our we know, Christmas we awards. Know, right. Pow Wow loves Nick Cage. <laughs> we do love ourselves some Nick Cage. David, take it away for the next two nominees. Our third nominee is our only song, and it is No One Dies From Love. Now, this was a very special uh, song for us while you were here in Europe. It was our anthem while yes. you were visiting Europe, and, and we were on tour together by uh, Tovlo. And great song. Great song. And it's special, I think, uh, because we both loved it. We were both jamming to it all three weeks that we were together. And that uh, that is a unique one. And then finally, everything, everywhere, all at once. My uh, Another great film. There's three films. Three films yes. on our That Slaps Awards nominees. Uh, great film. Truly unique. Probably yeah. going to win tons of awards. I don't know. Very, Nominated very, very at least. worthy nominee. What? It could win this one. It could. It could. Take Another it away, nomination. Phil. Guys, drum roll, please. <laughs> Best that slaps for 2022. No one dies from love by Tavlo. Now, guys. And I really think it's just because of how, how personal it was for the two of us. Yes, I, I, this one uh, maybe perhaps wasn't the best performance or the one that is. Uh, it I'm wasn't to- the truest in the spirits of that slap. Like the word we gave out last year was to a song that was, again, very niche. No one, it was from a small artist trying to make it, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. In terms of that, I would have given the award to the worst person in the world. But, but this one but- was special. And it held meaning for both of us. I think that that it has did. to take into account. It and- certainly does. And uh, it will certainly, we when we look back on these awards in the years to come, we will both say, ah, yes, and remember it fondly. And exactly. to be quite honest, I think that it does, and no matter who you are, anybody can enjoy this song. So it doesn't feel exclusive to us, even though it bears more meaning for the both of us. David, right. go to the next nomination. This is another big one. Really, they're all big ones. that's true this is best episode (gasps) best episode of the year first we have looking like a snack where we talked about snack foods and all the different types types of best snack foods for different weird scenarios that we presented to one another it was a fun creative idea great discussion topic who doesn't love snacks we had a good time talking about it and we hope you enjoyed listening to it so looking like a snack great nominee then we have Adrenaline Funky, one of the most interesting interviews we've ever done with Cynthia, who's a skydiving fanatic. She does it. She she told us she skydived 68 times. I can't remember the actual number. It was in the 60s, I think, which is just absurd. And she's really cool. And she's uh, she was a great guest. We had a fun interview with her. Um, and uh, yeah, Phil, take it away. Our next nominee is episode 69, which was taking place on 69. But of course, we know the reason why it was titled 69 was it was one of our more raunchy, if not our raunchiest episodes talking about- It was definitely our raunchiest episode. Yes, yes. uh, Talking about the down and dirty deeds that uh, we all do. And we brought on Sam to help us discuss the matter and, and also broaching the subject of Friends with Benefits. Uh, and then yeah. finally, our last nominee, Romancing the Rams. This, of course, was our surprise intermingling where we met up in L.A. and uh, tackled both the subject of Valentine's Day as well as the Super Bowl, in which case the Rams were playing and eventually won, although I don't think we knew that they would win by the time we had that episode fully recorded. However, it fully no, encapsulated. No, no, we did. This was our post-Super Bowl episode. Oh, Super Bowl. Yes. Okay, there we but go. We, were, we, had, we had watched the Super Bowl. We were recording the episode together after the fact. And okay. we had, a, we had a, a, a series of bets, you and I, between us. Uh, and the winner of those, we had, some, we had chosen on the previous episode some, some certain things that would happen during the Super Bowl. Phil yes. got more right. And so I paid for his pancake breakfast. God, and, it was delicious. Uh, what an episode that was. We were out on the streets interviewing people. And I mean... I, I don't know. I'm just going to ruin it now. 
That one wins. <laughs> that one that totally, one wins. absolutely wins. It's not a. It's an, somehow I. I would never have guessed this at the time in February when we recorded it. Yeah, it was early. But that wasn't the only in-person episode we did this year. We did two others in Europe when you came to visit me. But that one, that one truly went the best. It, things didn't go weirdly <laughs> wrong with that one like they did in Europe. Yes. Um, so that one was amazing. We had so much fun. It was a unique experience. It went well. It was awesome. And it was so much fun to do it. And we were together. We were sitting right next to each other. And we, we had a good friend on as a guest, which which we didn't when you were in Europe. Yes. So best episode, Romancing the Rams, a worthy winner. Let's go to our worst episode. That is our our next this is, uh, nominee. This is, this is a big one. Yeah, this is the the one that is uh, humbling, I suppose. And, uh, yeah. and This is and, where we uh, look back and we go, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, All right. So our first nominee was Suck It Up. I brought this one up. Uh, We just brought up five stories of sucky days and ranked them from worst. Yeah, that we found online, like like crazy. Yes, yes, they weren't even ours. Yes, and so we just ranked them uh, in worst to worstest. Uh, And you know what? Even though we both brought some, and we and we thought it was good, I. I don't know. I just didn't find this one to be upon re-editing and re-listening and everything else. I, I didn't think it was our best content idea. Uh, even though you know it turned what? out all right, it just. Eh. I liked it. I like okay. it. Well, there we go. Uh, our next one is guys. I really love this episode. We were talking about uh, how uh, SAG, the the um, the uh, union for for actors, the Screen Actors Guild. Uh, came up and allowed now content creators to join the union and that allowed us to tra- tra- transverse into the next segment which was just talk about our worst things that we find about content creation and and content creators and yada 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 uh to be honest it was just a an episode that i think we uh we infused a lot of our own disdain in and therefore it just automatically creates an episode that we probably super negative yes very negative episode overall uh you take on the next two nominees here david yeah the the next nominee is called both ends and Uh. we were someone was sick at the time i guess and we talked about what we did when we were sick and our routines and the way we take care of ourselves and and we told some of the stories of when we were sickest. And I don't know that anyone really wants to hear those stories on a podcast. <laughs> so I don't know what we were thinking, but but we released that episode. It's out on Spotify. You can go back and listen to it. it maybe you shouldn't. But yeah, so both ends. I mean, coming out of both ends is what that was based on. It was just, Yeah. And then Time Flies was uh, is our final nominee, uh, an episode where we talked about time wasters. And honestly, that episode in itself, almost um, a microcosm for time wasters in general. So uh, <laughs> that one was a bit of a bore for me. So those are our four nominees. Drum roll. <laughs> Philip? Guys, I really love this episode. Again, just a lot of negativity. We can say a lot about how boring the other ones were and what have you. But when we get down to it, something that's negative just really isn't the the aura or the vibe that we want coming from any of our episodes. So whenever it gets to be so negative that it really kind of infects the rest of the episode, that's our winner for worst episode of the year. Guys, I really love this episode. Go out and listen to it. It's in the archive, but, <laughs> uh, but uh, it exists. David. Our last category. Our final award category is best guest. We've had a lot of guests on through the year and played a lot of great games with them. And we've narrowed it down to generally guests that have come on multiple times uh, are are the ones who get the nominees here. Uh, Our nominees are Gareth Boucher, Gary. We've had a lot of fun with Gary this year. Our second nominee is Nick Davies even guest hosted while I was away in Spain. And the last nominations that we will go to uh, of of a very worthy list of candidates. We will go to Alex, who of course has been on a a fair amount of times and and is always uh, regaling us and, and dare I say, beating us to a pulp. I feel like he's, his overall record has to be at a win loss positive, I'm sure. Uh, and then finally, we have Gabby, who came on and regaled us with her knowledge of noodles. 
both of um, elbow and, and and normal macaroni noodles, if, if memory serves. The, God, I'd forgotten about that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, David, let's uh, let's drum it down. Who is our winner? It is Alex, one of our more Woo! prolific guests throughout the two years of Pow Wow Podcast. I believe he was nominated last year as well. Uh, let me check that. He was. He was yeah. nominated last year. And he's nominated again. He's like Leonardo DiCaprio. He's finally got his win. And congratulations, Alex. Best guest of 2022. He's been on three times this year. I don't, I think there's a, at least Aaron's been on as many times, but no one's been on more times than that this year. So thank you, Alex, for gracing us with your presence. Thank you so much. And congrats to all the nominees and award winners. To all of you, a good night. Let's get on to 2023. Woo! This episode of Pow Wow Podcast is sponsored by Sides. Meet Sides, S-I-D-E-S, an app that helps you take the law into your own hands. Turn ordinary agreements into binding contracts in seconds. Then if a dispute arises, Sides will step in to resolve it for you. Wait, Phil, that, one, that was supposed to be my line. What did we agree to in the contract? I don't know. I, I guess we can use sides to settle this dispute because each dispute costs a small one-time fee. And if you win, which I will, it's all awarded back to you. Sign up now and get 16% off for a limited time only. Well, it's time for the game section of the podcast and I've brought on a guest and, uh, Philip, I'd like to introduce you to you introduce you to this person. He's oh, a friend of mine. Is he? He's kind of a crazy lunatic, and he'll probably say inappropriate things. This is David Samson. Welcome to the podcast. Hi guys. Hey. Okay, How's it going? You don't have to take it take it right uh, on board right away. Samson. Oh, sorry, sorry. Okay. I'm just really excited to meet you guys. I'm I'm your number one fan. <laughs> My mother steps in and says, hold my beer. But that's all right. Uh, thank you so much for joining us, Mr. David J.S. Sampson. Uh, welcome to the pod. Welcome back. J.R. David J. R. John Sampson. Snow. John J. Snow, because he knows Snow. nothing. Uh, yes, David <laughs> Sampson. <laughs> David Sampson, welcome back. Okay. Uh, the premise of the game, since David uh, J. Sampson is your guest, my it is my game. And I declared that since we are doing an award show, that we should do a game centered around awards. We will be giving out the nominees, and it is up to the two contestants to find slash figure out who actually won these awards. Uh, so, David, Day, uh, David Samson, I should say, who do you wish to face off against first? Hmm. I wish to face off against Hoffman first. Hoffman first. All right. That means that it is my right. game first to you two find Well, gentlemen. hold on. What about our questions? I'm sorry. You are absolutely correct. Yeah. That means that it is We, my we have questions to get to know David J.S. John Snow Samson. It, it, it's really yeah. David J.R. Samson. It's not J.S. <laughs> Samson. That's Yeah, David Jr. Samson. <laughs> no. That's not. No. Okay. Oh, I've God bless him <laughs> he has two middle names. Uh, okay, right. David Samson, if you could reinvent what kind of ornament one puts on top of a Christmas tree, what would it be? What would you want the ornament, like instead of a star, or a lot, most people put a star mm -hmm. or an angel. Mm -hmm. What would you want to put on top of your Christmas tree? And no need to be PG-13, but okay. I, I just feel like I should say that because it's you and I feel like you're automatically not going to do that. Oh, what? No, no, no. Um, I, I would probably... Put on top of the tree a mandatory picture for everyone of me. Like they should just put That's me a, at, at yeah at, at the top. And so every time you walk in, you're gonna see my beautiful face smiling at you to give you yes. a hopeful day and a Christmas miracle. Let's restore Christmas to what it's all about. Not Jesus, but David. David <laughs> Samson. Jr. David Jesus Christ Samson. No, that's JC. That's not Jr. <laughs> Yeah, please. Let's be right about this. All right. David, uh, Samson, we are going to uh, come to you for our final question that is controversial by nature and oh. especially contentious within this very room. Oh, David J. Samson, what are your thoughts? Where do you land? Whom do you side with on the debate 
of re-gifting gifts, I will oh. say. It doesn't even need to be Christmas gifts, but gifts of any kind. Where do you fall on this debate? I feel like with re-gifting gifts, it's sort of a thing where you can do it for a certain section of your friends. So there's your friends, okay. then there's your close friends. So if it's for people that you're like, like I'm friendly with and I'm you know good with it, but I feel like I should be getting them a gift or whatever, and you don't know exactly, and they don't know that you've got that gift and it works out well they can that you can re-gift it to them, great. But if it's for like your close friends and family, then I'd say that it's you want to have something more meaningful and something that you put in yourself. So okay, let me just let me just clarify here. Okay. You're saying the action of regifting should never the recipient should never be within your close friends slash family. But I guess let me like, clarify. But let me clarify. He's saying that if you if you are giving a gift to a close someone close to you, you should be you should be going through more effort to get them a gift right. specific to them, yeah. not gifting right. regifting something. Yes. So then let me ask you this: Do you feel guilty at all if a if somebody who falls within that category, a close friend or family, gives you something that you very clearly do not want, that you've hid well because you're an actor and you can say, oh, this is great. I could use this every day of the year, but you have no intention whatsoever deep within your soul. Do you feel guilty whatsoever re-gifting that gift to someone of the lesser variety that you've sanctioned mm. off in your mind? If it's something that I really didn't want and it's something I won't be able to use at all and something that the other family member, close person won't necessarily know or find out that I regifted it, then I might oh, be willing so to. so if he can get away with it, he's <laughs> yeah, fine yeah. with it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Good to know. Good to know. Uh, that's, because, uh, that's because deep down he knows it's inherently wrong, an offensive thing to do. But I love a little offensive. And I think we all agree there. It's just about whether you can do it without the other person finding out. Exactly. Anyway. It's to save feelings all the way around. David, I think you should be you should be unsurprised that I land with you on this on this matter. And Hoffman is highly, highly disrespected should it ever come to light that um that you were to do that to his own gifts. I mean, if you're regifting a bottle of wine, what what the heck? You know, who gives a crap? That that's no big deal to me. Because it's just a bottle of wine, you know. But if it's like a, a gift that lasts, you know, not a non-consumable gift, I don't like know. underwear, like underwear. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sure. All right. With that, with that beautiful segue, let's get like to Versace uh, underwear. Versace underwear. I'm still willing to receive those gifts if anybody ever wants to. But um, yes, let's get to the game again. I've already laid it out. David, you've chosen David as your competitor, so it's David v. David, which David triumphs in this showdown of all time. Guys, your question number one, and we will go to you first, Samson, which is a game that I think will indeed favor Hoffman, but I could oh. very well be surprised. Ooh, Guys, we are oh. going down the list of Oscar-nominated categories, some of which are Best Picture, but are mostly Best Director. We mm. shall see if you guys can figure out who won Yikes. each nominee's best picture of 1999, guys. In alphabetical order, who won? Is it A, Elizabeth? Is it B, Life is Beautiful? C, Saving Private Ryan? D, Shakespeare in Love? Or E, The Thin Red Line? Samson, you first. Elizabeth, Life is Beautiful, Saving Private Ryan, Shakespeare in Love, or The Thin Red Line? Remember when they only used to nominate five movies? I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know that Saving Private Ryan was... Um, actually, I don't know if I should be saying what my... Oh, he found but, strategy midway uh, through his explanation. So I'm going to say Shakespeare in Love. Shakespeare in Love. Shakespeare in Love is his, is his selection. Hoffman, what say you? Shakespeare in Love is correct. Shakespeare in Love is indeed correct. You both got the point and know it was a gauge on whether or not you knew any uh, Oscar trivia. You both do. Congratulations. We move to something a little harder. We go to Best Director of 2010 in hmm. uh, alphabetical order of directors. Let's go first one. Darren Aronofsky for The Black Swan. David O. Russell for The Fighter. David Fincher for the social network, it is appropriate that the highest uh, D's and David's go into the David v. David category here. We continue mm. on. The Cohen brothers, Joe Cohen and Ethan Cohen, for True Grit, or Tom Hooper for The King's Speech. We go to you, Hoffman. Uh, is that the director for Black Swan, The Fighter, The Social Network, True Grit, or The King's Speech? Which director won? I, 
I don't know. I don't know, but I think I'm gonna go with the Black Swan. The Black Swan. Uh, Black Swan. Uh, Darren Aronofsky. All right. Yes. Go, Darren goes Aronofsky. to you, uh, Samson. I think. I think. I think. I agree. I think it is Darren Aronofsky for Black you Swan. You both. Yes. You both fold in a flock together. Uh, and you both fail and get shot together. Uh, Darren Aronofsky did not win that year. In fact, it was Tom Hooper who won for the King's Speech, a rather contentious win. Yes, uh, a rather contentious win, if memory serves. We go to Best Director now, going back a few years for 1990. Yes, 1990. Guys, again, in alphabetical order of directors, was it Barbet Schroeder for Reversal of Fortune? Was it Francis Ford Coppola for The Godfather Part 3? Was it Kevin Costner for Dances with Wolves? Was it Martin Scorsese for Goodfellas? Or was it Stephen Frears for The Grifters? Well, go back to you, Samson. Which one? Is it the director for Reversal of Fortune, The Godfather Part 3, Dances with Wolves, Goodfellas, or The Grifters? I'm going to say Goodfellas. Goodfellas. Oh, sorry. Goodfellas. Goodfellas. (laughs) Martin Scorsese is what he chooses. Hoffman, to you. I'm I'm between Dances with Wolves and Goodfellas, and I think I'm I'm leaning towards Goodfellas, and I don't want to lose this point to Samson, so I'm going to stick with Samson for now. Goodfellas. So you, again, you both flock together, and you both fold together again, guys. Martin Scorsese had a horrible luck at the Oscars, and he lost this year to Kevin Costner with Dances with Wolves. It was a highly Yikes. contentious, highly contentious one, and one that we forget that Kevin Costner holds an award for. All right, you both still only have a point, meaning that we're going to go back to Hoffman to start out this one. Yes, Again, for yeah. Best Director in 1983, guys. 1983. Oh, my gosh. Is it David Lynch for The Elephant Man? Martin Scorsese for Raging Bull? Richard Rush for The Stuntman? Robert Redford for Ordinary People? Or Roman Polanski for Tess? Is it the director for The Elephant Man, Raging Bull, The Stuntman, Ordinary People, or Tess Hoffman? Now that I I, I don't know. I, again, like these are the the God. This is a category I just don't. I'm not very familiar with. That's tough. I I really want to go with The Elephant Man because it's the only one that I have seen. I'm I'm just I'm gonna go with it. I'm gonna go with The Elephant Man. David Lynch for The Elephant Man is Hoffman's yep. choice. Samson, your turn. <laughs> I'm going to go with Martin Scorsese again for Raging Bull. Absolutely. You guys have differing answers, but the same result, guys. It was Robert Redford for Ordinary no, People in his, directorial, my second. in his second. directorial debut. He could not be choice. denied. Uh, it was a it was a winner for all the year. Uh, it was a great – I have yet to see it, but it was a great film by all accounts. All right, last one, guys. We oh might my. have to go to a tiebreaker here as you both are at one point apiece. And we will end with Samson going first. Maybe, hint, hint, maybe go with your second choice this next time. (laughs) Seriously, (laughs) I know. (laughs) We'll go a bit more modern. Best animated film of 2009. We will go with the (laughs) alphabetical order of uh, the title of the film. Is it Coraline, directed by Henry Selleck? Fantastic Mr. Fox, directed by Wes Anderson? C, The Princess and the Frog, directed by Ron Clements and John Musker? D, The Secret of Kells, directed by Tom Moore. Or E, Up, directed by Pete Docter. Uh, is that Coraline, Fantastic Mr. Fox, The Princess and the Frog, The Secret of Kells, or Up? Samson, we start off with you. I have a feeling it it's either Up or the F- Mr. Fantastic Fox or... Fantastic Mr. Fox. Yeah. The Fantastic yeah. Fox Mr. Mr. Fantastic Fox. Mr. Fantastic Great American movie. Yeah, he's, he's a Marvel hero. Yeah. Mr. Fantastic Fox. Yeah, yes. Um, the question becomes, Samson, which is your first guess and which is your second guess? And then where, where will you choose? My, my first guess is up, but my second one is Mr. Fantastical Fox. Um, yeah. And I think... The... The, the, the. But I think I'm going to stick with Up. I think I'm going to go with Up. He's sticking with Up. That is his final choice. Hoffman, we It makes me you. mad because I'm quite certain that it is Up, and I'm going to go with Up, and I'm going to take it to a tiebreaker. Guys, you stuck together for most of this game, but in the final question of the of the game, you guys stuck together for the exact same result, and that is a point apiece, two, yep. two points for both of you for the correct answer of Up. 
it did indeed win that year. All right, guys, we go to our tiebreaker, and of which uh, we talked about the nominees for the 82nd Academy Awards, which, of course, uh, up was. But the nominees for the 82nd Academy Awards were announced on February 2nd, 2010 at 5.38 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Weird. Uh, At the Samuel Goldwyn Theater in Beverly Hills, California by Tom Shirek, president of the Academy and actress Anne Hathaway. Avatar and The Hurt Locker led the nominations with how many nominations each? Uh, Since I led with Samson at the beginning of this game, Hoffman, we're going to go to you first. How many nominations mm. were there that uh, that Avatar and the Hurt Locker held? Twelve. He says twelve. Goes to you, David. So all together. <laughs> uh, so all together, like the Hurt Locker and Avatar's nominations put together. No, 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 or- no. Not combining those two, oh. but each one held. They were tied for the most nominations yeah, of any so, film. Yeah, so it's not this number, but say that both only had two nominations, that's two sure. each. It's yeah. The answer then is still two. Alright. I will pick 13. He goes with the over of 13. The number was nine, meaning Hoffman does indeed win this game Yay! with three with the tiebreaker. Yes. Oh, I'm disappointed in you, Samson. You had the world on a platter and you still chose horrendously. You guys just, just gone with your second choices just <laughs> once. <laughs> just once. Just once. I was thinking about going 11 or 13, but gosh. No, Golly. you decided against it. All right. Uh, Hoffman, I cede the floor to you. Okay, my game is also Oscar-related. You know what? I've got a Wikipedia page in front of me. I didn't prepare anything specific. So, Philip, give me a year post-1930. Okay, let's go with 19... Let's go with 1999. Okay, Samson, I would like the same thing from you, please. Let's go with 2021. 1999, 2021. So... That will average out to 2010. So we're going to start at 2010. Ah, okay. Okay. We're, we're honoring the ladies in our lives. And most specifically, celebrities who are not at all in our lives, but who are ladies and deserve honoring. So mm. we're looking at Beth's Supporting Actress Awards at the Oscars. Ooh, because I'm okay. pretty sure there's a good chance you'd know who won the Best Actress. But the Best Supporting Actress might be a little tougher. Okay. So starting in 2010, in uh, as best as I can manage alphabetical order, yes, the nominations were Jackie Weaver in Animal Kingdom. This is uh, the movie alphabetical order, I'll say. Jackie Weaver in Animal Kingdom. Melissa Leo in The Fighter. Oh. <coughs> Amy Adams in The Fighter. Helena Bonham Carter in The King's Speech. And <sighs> Haley Steinfeld in True Grit. Oh, so we're going to go to you first, Samson. Is it Jackie Weaver, The Animal Kingdom, Melissa Leo, The Fighter, Amy Adams, The Fighter, Helena Bonham Carter, The King's Speech, or Haley Steinfeld, True Grit? I'm going to go with, this is a complete guess, Melissa. Melissa Leo? Mm-hmm. Got it. Philip? Melissa Leo for, for what movie? The Fighter. Okay, good. Okay, I know it's not that one. It's between <laughs> Helena Bonham Carter... Or Amy Adams. And I can't remember who won this year. It was a breakout year for one of them. And I can't remember. I do not think... Ooh, this is so close. I do not think Helena, even though she was rumored to win, I don't think she... she, I don't remember an acceptance speech from her. So I don't think it's her. I want to say it's Amy Adams. And I'm going to go with Amy Adams. I swear. This is my second choice. And I'm going to be so mad. I'm going to be so mad. (laughs) The winner... Was from the movie The Fighter. No! One of you said Amy Adams, the other one said Melissa Leo. Uh-oh. The winner was Melissa Leo! Yes! Oh! Yes! Ooh. A breakout year? Listen. Amy Adams had already won an Oscar at this time. Yeah. What did she I won th- for? Didn't she win? She for- won for Arrival or something? No. No, no Arrival's post. Arrival's post. Is it post? Uh, post? She won for... And this is great podcasting. Sit, sit down and listen to words <laughs> I don't remember. Out years ago. But I, I know that she had been nominated before. She had done great work. I just don't think that she had won yet. 
I'm pretty sure she won. I'm pretty. <laughs> this, yeah, you're right. This is amazing podcasting uh, material here. Oh no, she didn't win, but she'd been nominated. Yeah, twice before. Yeah, but like the it's like you know a breakout moment for them, you know. Even though whatever. Anyway, well, she's never won. She's never won an Academy Award. So well, far. I'm so Amy glad Adams, we're pulling Leo. for you. Yeah. All right. So we. I'm so glad we took the time to do that. All right. 2011. The points go is one zero to Samson. 2011. As best I can manage in alphabetical order here. Janik McTeer in Albert Knobs. Oh my gosh! Wow. Berenice. Bejo in The Artist, hmm. Octavia Spencer in The Help, Jessica Chastain in The Help, or Melissa McCarthy in Bridesmaids. That was not an alphabetical That's order. Right. Never mind. That's right. All right. So we've got Janet, Mc, Janet, Janet McTeer in Albert Knobs, uh-huh. Berenice Bejo in The Artist, Melissa McCarthy in Bridesmaids, or Octavia Spencer or Jessica Chastain in The Help. We're going to go with, since it's me first, right? It is you first, Philip. Uh, let's go with Octavia Spencer for the help. Okay. Samson. That's actually the same answer I was going to give Octavia Spencer for the help. But I was thinking maybe the artist, but I'm pretty sure the artist was won by for best actor, but not best supporting actress. So I'm going to, yeah. So Octavia Spencer, the help. The winner was from the help. Was it Jessica Chastain? Jessica Chastain. No, it was Octavia Spencer. Oh, okay. uh, yes, yes you're both correct. Yeah, she won for her monologue over a, a pie. If memory serves. Mm. There you go. Two to one to David Samson. We're going to go to you first again, Samson. 2012. Was it Anne Hathaway in Les Mis, Sally Field in Lincoln, Amy Adams in The Master, I guess we already know that it's not her. <laughs> uh, Helen Hunt in The Sessions or Jackie Weaver in Silver Linings Playbook. Okay, so just once again, Anne Hathaway, Les Mis, uh, Sally Field in Lincoln, Amy Adams, The Master, Helen Hunt, The Sessions, or Jackie Weaver, Silver, Li- Silver Linings Playbook. We can eliminate Amy Adams. We know she's not won an Oscar. What? Um, that, was, that was my first choice. <laughs> well, you can go with your second choice. We know well, how you. My second choice, obviously, is Anne Hathaway from Linus. Yeah, it's Anne Hathaway. That sucks. You're both correct. It is, of course, Anne Hathaway, Les Mis. Never saw it. Okay, 2013. Oh, of course. That is the most it's, Hoffman comment I've ever heard. He says, he says, builds up, it's of course Anne Hathaway. Never seen it. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. I've never really been a musical guy, and Les Mis never appealed to me. Sorry. Honestly, just okay, watch, the entire, watch the film, and then once Anne Hathaway's gone, stop the film. This is okay. coming from a man who played Jean Valjean himself. How disrespectful do, are you? I do enjoy the rest of the film, but if he's not interested in the rest of it, at least the performance is self-encapsulated. <sighs> God. Okay. Our fourth year, 2013, the nominees are Jennifer Lawrence in American Hustle. Julia Roberts in August Osage, August Osage County, Sally Hawkins in Blue Jasmine, June Squibb in Nebraska, or Lupita Nyong'o in 12 Years a Slave. And I'm going to go to you first again, Samson, because you have a lead, and we're going to give Phil a chance to pick something different. Could you give me the them again? Yes, it is Jennifer Lawrence in American Hustle, Julia Roberts in August Osage County, uh, Sally Hawkins in Blue Jasmine, June Squibb in Nebraska, or Lupita Nyong'o in 12 Years a Slave? Oh, gosh, this is difficult. I feel like it's between Lupita... Who? Yeah, who's your first and then your second choice? I'm just curious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking either Jennifer Lawrence or Lupita. That's At least that's, that's me. I think I'm going to have to go with Lupita for 12 Years a Slave. Are you locking it in? That's my second choice, yes. Damn it. Freaking <laughs> hell. It's that's the answer. It's Lupita. Can we go older? Come on. That's the answer. <sighs> I'm so glad I went with my second choice. Yeah, it is indeed the answer. Yes! Lupita Nyongo. Okay, there is still one question, Phil. You have a chance. You have a chance to tie the game. Well, um, yeah, Jennifer Lawrence and American Hustle, that nomination, I remember being angry about that because she was literally in two scenes of the movie. 
as talented as she is and as good of a performance as it was, it was a bit ridiculous. Okay, 2014, the fateful year I graduated high school. Wow. <clears throat> I know, I know, <laughs> I know. Was it Emma Stone in Birdman? Patricia Arquette in Boyhood? Kira Knightley in The Imitation Game? Meryl Streep in Into the Woods? Or Laura Dern in Wild? And Samson, we're going to you first. I, me again? Three in a row? Well, because yeah, you're leading. We're going to, yeah, because you're leading. We want Phil to be able to pick something different. Okay. What's, what are the options again? We have Emma Stone in Birdman, Patricia Arquette in Boyhood, uh, Kira Knightley in The Imitation Game, Meryl Streep in Into the Woods, and, and uh, Laura Dern in Wild. I'm going with Boyhood. Patricia Arquette in Boyhood. Okay, mm-hmm. Philip. I mean, that's the that's the answer. So I mean, I don't know what to do here. Um, <laughs> this was a complete guess. I want you to know, I I was just guessing completely. Uh, Patricia Arquette. Patricia Arquette is correct. Yeah. Yes. You, you t- Samson, you have done your duty. Thank you. Well, Phil, you should have just picked a different answer just in case you might have been wrong. <laughs> When I know it's the answer, <laughs> yes. it, it, does, it does nothing for me. <laughs> I was starting to think that you guys only bring me on here just to beat me down in these games, but golly. Well, you won. I won. won. I won. Congratulations. Now, this is not the first time you beat Philip. Yeah, you know, it's not the first I, I, I wanted to say this, everyone. It's just the first illegitimate one. Listen, I just, I just want you guys to know that if you ever are doubting yourself or second-guessing yourself, always go with the second option. <laughs> It, you're right. You should be doubting yourself. <laughs> Go with the second option. All right. Well, this was a real downer and a horrible way to end the year. Um, but thank you for coming on, David Sampson. No, no. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, toodles, my friend. We'll see you later. And uh, and hopefully you have a very, very wonderful start off to your new year. I hope you guys have a wonderful new year, too. And a, a merry third day of Christmas to you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Merry third Christmas, or maybe is it fourth for you now? Third day of Christmas to you. It's literally well. half an hour. We're half an hour into the fourth right now. Hey, so, so I got it right. See, second guessing yourself. Always getting it right. See you guys. <laughs> it is, of course, Mad Libs and David. This week, it is my story to tell with a little bit of your help. So let's start off right away here, David. David, give me uh, the, the the word that I have write, written down is is clothing, whether it's a piece of clothing, an outfit, uh, something, something to do with clothing. Versace underwear. Okay, I like it. That does fit. Uh, let's see. The next one is a famous celebrity. I was going to say Gianni Versace. <laughs> Why not? Maybe, Gianni maybe Versace. No? Maybe somebody okay. maybe somebody a scooch different. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Barack Obama. Okay. Next we have an item that would be hard to carry, but manageable. A car tire. And finally, an activity that sounds horrible to do. Leeching. Just to clarify for the audience, that is the act of putting leeches on your body to draw blood uh, yeah. for okay for to get exactly. rid of curious uh, ailments and such. Okay, leeching. Alrighty, tidy. Let us go. Twas New Year's Eve, and little David had on his traditional Versace underwear that he wore every year <laughs> for New Year's Eve. His mother had baked her sourdough bread and he was patiently waiting for a slice to welcome in the new year. Suddenly, there was a knock at the door. And who was it but a young Barack Obama? David didn't know who it was, but his mother graciously let him in from the cold. David thought it was odd that that he was carrying a car tire, but he didn't say anything. Finally, everyone in the family and their new friend gathered round the fire and sang songs and brought in the new year, finishing with David's ambitious dream of leeching at least twice in the new year. Happy New Year's Eve to one and to all, and to all a wonderful night. Ah, that slaps. 
I it that doth, will always be it doth it d- slap. It doth slappeth my sir. All right, that slaps where we bring you the best of entertainment that we found this week that we think you should pay attention to, David. Where goeth you? I goeth to a song called Pretty Way to Fight. Literally heard it today. Ooh. It came up on my suggested thingies on Spotify, and I listened to it, and I was like, hey. We love suggested thingies. This slaps. It slappeth. <laughs> it's called Pretty Way to Fight. It's by Knox Hamilton. It slaps. Way to go, Knox. It slaps. I'm going to go to the Avenue of Halsey. Yes, Halsey, she's been on here before, and I'm going to add another one of her library here. It's called So Good. I just like the song. I think it's good. I didn't find it on any of my suggestions, but it is a song that I did find, I believe, through the IHOP radio selection. So that is somewhat randomized. So Good by Halsey. That slaps. All right. Thank you to everyone and anyone involved in making this podcast possible, not only this episode, but of course, throughout the entirety of this year. Yes, this includes, of course, Ryan Ardell, Tara Armstutz, and Josh Hans. But additional to that, to any of our wonderful guests, co-hosts, and really you, the audience, thank you so much for listening. We appreciate it so very much, more than you will ever know. And finally, thank you to Cass and Crossland and to Jake Corlang for the music that you hear on the show. Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Yes, and thank you uh, for you, the listener, again. If you want, of course, go back and listen to this and all of our old episodes. If you want to avoid our worst episode of the year, I suppose that's all right. But just go ahead and listen to the rest. And anywhere that you can find any of your favorite podcasts, that's on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, even Google Podcasts, pretty much anywhere except for Pandora. Why? I don't even care if it's the new year. Screw you, Pandora! And the Academy Award for the Best Supporting Actor goes to... The Bear from Revenant! 